Good afternoon. This is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design Franchise, where we talk about stuff like embedded and industrial and IoT um, and all those kinds of things. This week, my special guest is Calista Redmond, who is the newly appointed CEO of the Risk Five Foundation. Good afternoon, Calista. How are you? Doing great, thanks. Uh, is, is it fair to say you're newly appointed? I don't know when, when the honeymoon sort of runs out. Um, are you still oh. newly appointed? I, I plan to be in love for a long time, so there's no end to the honeymoon. But, uh, <laughs> Very yeah, good. I, came, I came on board uh, just over a month ago. Oh, okay. Then it's definitely newly appointed. Okay, I'll, I'll stick with that. So just in case people are not aware, Risk Five um, is an open source instruction set architecture. Um, that the community is designing toward. You can design, you can use the IP to design your own uh, microprocessors. Am I doing this justice? You're doing a great job. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a project that uh, came out of Berkeley. Uh, so it's been uh, under development for a long time, and the spec was actually frozen back in 2014. Okay, excellent. Okay. Uh, so, so people have a pretty good idea of what this is. We've been writing about it for a few years now, so if, if, they, if, if they are followers of Embedded Community Design, they have a good understanding of what it is. Um, as the new person here, um, what are your plans for the foundation? So thanks again for uh, having me on the show. Really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, my goals are really kind of threefold. We've got uh, a great running start to this group. This is, this is by no means a startup. I mean, it, it, in fact, they've grown already to more than 250 members across 28 countries. So, you know, with this great running start and this fantastic community, we've really got three things we're focused on. Uh, first is really to drive progression and closure on many of the ratified specs, uh, compliance suite, and some of the other technical deliverables. So really to make technical progress, right? Uh, second is, you know, we want to continue to grow this overall community. Uh, we want to look for diversity in our membership as well as the engagement uh, across the board. Uh, there's so many stakeholders from uh, students to, to foundries. And uh, so we're, we're really growing that ecosystem. Uh, and then third is to you know, really give a lot of visibility uh, to the community and uh, deeply engage that broader community. Um, you know, we've had a lot of success and seen tremendous growth in our in-person events. And uh, you know, from our December 2018 Global Summit where we had more than twice as many folks attending than we did the prior year, uh, you know, up at uh, around 1,100 folks that uh, came to Santa Clara. You know, we've already had workshops in Taiwan. I think that was going on the day I started. Uh, we also have uh, a, a big technical workshop coming up in Zurich. And, uh, and, and you know, we've added this slate of uh, road shows. And we're seeing hundreds of people show up for these. We, you know, in April, uh, you know, I pretty much hit the ground running, or you could say I, I took to the skies. Uh, you know, in April, we visited five North America cities in five days. It was, it was exhausting, but to be out in the community like that was a tremendous opportunity to understand what's going on uh, with the community and to really understand where their needs are. Um, you know, in May, we're going to uh, China. We're going to be in five different cities in China, and uh, in October, we're going to be in Europe. 
So, you know, in addition to all of the, uh, you know, out in the community stuff, we're engaging uh, online. You know, we've got webinars, blogs, a lot of different member and industry events, including a, uh, you know, some online uh, summits that are happening. And in, you know, in addition to that, which sometimes feels like marketing, but these are deep technical discussions with, with folks. And, and boy, the, you know, the questions during the Q&A period, we almost have to allot more time to that than to the uh, presentations themselves, because folks really want to dig in. Uh, you know, and, and locally, we're, we're also uh, doing a lot of meetups. We've got like 1,500 folks that are engaged in our in our meetups around the world, and uh, those you know we've got 10 different uh, cities that we're supporting there. Very good. Okay, so uh, there's a couple of things you said that I want to dive back into. One was the very first thing you said about closing some of these specs. So if I'm a developer. Um, should I be in wait mode and not developing today because some of these specs are not finalized yet? So that's the great thing about RISC-V is that we've ratified the base uh, instruction set. And it's, you know, it's a small base to begin with. It's you know, 47 instructions, so it's, it's a lot easier to work with. And then from that, you can uh, select from you know, multiple standard extensions or build your own extensions, and you can either uh, make those open or keep them proprietary. But we're really enabling that level of modularity uh, so that you can work with uh, standard extensions or you can uh, you know, sort of cultivate your own. So that level of extensibility allows for specialization. And that's something that's really important as we get into various industries, various applications. Okay, that's great. Now the second point, uh, this may be a little politically incorrect, but I'll say it anyway. Um, there seems to be a very big push into China for this. Um, is there any fear that this will be dominated by the Chinese? And is, is that necessarily a bad thing? So, you know, one of the things about, um, you know, building an open source community is that, you know, it's, it's borrowing the ideology from the open source software community. And that ideology is that we all have a foundation uh, that we want to grow and cultivate and improve without uh, a lot of fragmentation. And so, you know, by, by keeping the base spec small and by, you know, offering the opportunity for many standard extensions as, as well as uh, proprietary ones, you know, we really have an opportunity to bring hardware into the software realm, you know, from, from that ideology standpoint. Obviously, you know, there isn't a continuous development and, and deployment cycle that software would see, you know, once it's frozen, it's frozen. Uh, and so if we can work together with uh, many of our peers in China on uh, where we see similarities, where we can collaborate, I think that is a benefit uh, globally. Okay. Uh, we're just about out of time, but I got one more for you. Uh, if, <clears throat> if people are developing with open source hardware and there's a really good chance they're using open source software, um, if, if I'm a vendor, how do I differentiate my products? If the hardware is all the same and the software is all the same, what allows me to be different? So the great thing about open source is it allows for differentiation on top. So you know, take those core building blocks, take the base things that 
you know, we've collaborated on, and add your secret sauce beyond and above that. So differentiation is still entirely possible, uh, especially as you get into various application areas, whether it's in automotive or uh, other uh, aspects of embedded or IoT. Uh, you know, there are so many applications that that's really what's ushering in the, uh, this newfound uh, appetite to go from general processing to more custom specific. Okay. Uh, are there certain milestones that you would expect to see, like some sort of mass adoption, and I don't even know how you define that, by some certain date? Or, you know, it, will it take one of the big guys to really jump in and say, okay, here's a processor, go have at it? So, you know, it, it, in any industry, you're looking for scale and volume. And we're hoping to realize the vision that RISC-V is the, you know, the most broadly adopted industry standard ISA of choice. And to get there, we need participation from every stakeholder in the community. Uh, we don't have a publicly defined uh, set, you know, date or finish line. I don't believe this industry has a finish line. Uh, and that's something that we're going to continue to uh, grow with our members and their goals and to continue to bring more on board. As uh, our members take this from, you know, test it out, try it, into mass production, into this is their strategic choice, you see that doubling down of investment in the prospering of the entire community. Okay. That works for me. Uh, I am afraid we are out of time, so we have to stop here. But I'm sure that there's plenty of stuff coming from the foundation and from, and from the members. Yeah, stay, stay in touch with us. I uh, hope the community will visit us at uh, rifcv.org and uh, you know, follow us on social media. Awesome. Thank you very much, Calista. That was Calista Redmond. She is the CEO of the RISC-V Foundation. And I'm Rich Nass with Open System Media. Have a great day.